Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I just told my guest that I'm going to try not to fangirl and freak out right now. I have to tell you, I have a very exciting guest on today, and I know you're going to love her as much as I do. I'm going to start off by telling you a little bit about who she is, and then we're going to welcome Trey Bodge to the show. So Trey Bodge, as I said, is a smart shopping expert. She is an accomplished lifestyle journalist, TV presenter, spokesperson, and educator, specializing in beauty, tech, apps, toys, gift guides, and smart shopping. Yes, please. Uh, she has appeared as an expert on dozens of TV shows and radio networks, including Today, Rachel Ray Show, Inside Edition, CNN, Reuters, CNBC.com, Sirius Radio, and numerous Fox, ABC, CBS, and NBC affiliates. Trey has been featured as a beauty tastemaker in L, Red Book, In Style, and Essence. And her work has appeared on Yahoo Finance, MarketWatch, usnews.com, credit.com, cbsnews.com, and time.com. So, oh my, Miss Trey Bodge, what in the world are you doing on my show today? I am so honored. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited because when a friend of mine, Elizabeth Caraca, told me, you have got to meet her, Paige. She's so great. I think she'd be amazing on your show. I got really excited because I immediately signed up for your newsletter and I saw you. I saw your speaking reel and I thought, 
oh my gosh, I know who this is. I totally love her. I have like listened and looked things up after she shared some of this great stuff on TV. So I was so honored that you're here today. And the coolest part about the newsletter is that you do something that I love doing, which is you throw in your top three faves at the end. I love that. Has working in threes been a thing for you a lot too? Yeah, kind of. Um, I actually founded a company a long time ago. I won't tell you how long. Um, <laughs> it's called Three Custom Color Specialists. And it was me and two friends. And we started this beauty company where we specialized in the reproduction of discontinued colors so we could match your favorite lip gloss that had been discontinued or make you the perfect concealer. And so that's kind of where my love of three came from. And uh, we ran that company together for a long time. And I I left to, to find new challenges new avenues uh, several years ago. And that's when I started uh, working as a journalist and smart shopping expert. That is very cool. I love that story. I didn't know that story until right now. That's very <laughs> cool. And I can totally appreciate that too. Cause we all know when we get hooked on that one color that makes us look gorgeous or makes us feel like we can go conquer the world. You're like, what do you mean you're discontinuing it? You can't do like, that's how I feel like I'm a superwoman. What are you talking about? Right. So I totally love and appreciate that too. So I would love to know what is on your mind these days as far as things that you're loving. You sent me a couple things you want to talk about, and I think we should dive right in because I'm really excited about the stuff that you brought to the forefront. That sounds great. I mean, here we are at the edge of summer, you know, depending on where you are in the country, school may have already ended or will be ending in a couple of weeks. Um, my daughter has I think, three more weeks of school. Um, no, so. <laughs> wait, I have to say we're this episode, if I'm doing my math right, it's going to be like first week of July, whenever oh, it right. airs. And mm -hmm. we are actually recording in, oh my gosh, it's Groundhog Day. We're still doing pandemic stuff. So what? It's June. It's the beginning of June. And today was our official last day to like hand stuff off to the teachers that we had borrowed and then get like the fun surprises from the teachers. And so I can't believe you guys still have three more weeks. Right. So, and thanks for the reminder. I forgot that you were airing in July. And so, yes. you know, as we are airing, we're all out of school at this point, right? <gasps> you know, a lot of us are scratching our heads. What are we going to do with our kids? Mm -hmm. Right. Summer camp is so different now or non-existent in some cases. And so I wanted to share my three favorite resources for summertime. First of all, virtual summer camps. So believe it or not, so many camps are now online. Some camps have uh, live instructions. Some are pre-recorded. And uh, one of my favorite resources that I found really helpful is the American Camp Association. Now this site usually addresses the best summer camps around the country, but in this case they're addressing all the virtual options. And you can search by category, you can search by age, you can search by free versus paid. So for moms out there, this is a really great resource. If you're trying to figure out what to do with your kids this summer. This is something that I would definitely take a look at. So that's number one. Love it. Um, yeah. So number two are some free online activities for kids. And, you know, your kids might be a little burnt out on online if they've been online learning by Zoom and obviously other tech platforms. But you may have to kind of uh, resort to that at some point if the kids are bouncing off the walls on a rainy day and you can't send them out in the backyard to play. I would suggest taking a look at Google Arts and Culture. Their YouTube channel has so much great content, everything from private museum tours to uh, like videos for a specific work of art. So really interesting stuff there. And then Google Earth Voyager, which is earth.google.com. 
has tons of content. You can explore national parks like Grand Canyon and Yosemite, take tours around famous cities. So this is something that you may present to your child. And they may be like, oh, mom. And then you turn it on and they'll be like, oh, that's so cool. So definitely check out Google. They have so many great resources. And then there are a couple others that I like to, Disney has free illustration tutorials. If you have a child who's creative and they like to draw, that's really cool. They can draw their favorite Disney characters. And then Michael's, the craft store chain has crafting tutorials for all ages and skill levels. So that's number two. And then number three is put your kids to work. Even if the kids are little, and especially if they're not in camp this summer, they need some kind of structure. So my suggestion is to have a combination of maybe camp, play, some education, but also give them jobs, give them chores, get them accustomed to participating around the house. And, you know, some parents are interested in allowance and some aren't. So I would leave that up to you guys. But I think putting your kids to work gets things accomplished around the house, but also teaches them responsibility, accountability. And as they get older, maybe you can pay them to do things that you really don't want to do, like organizing the basement or cleaning all the windows around the house gardening. These are things that your able-bodied kids can do. So you should definitely have them do that so they can participate around the house. Because also when they leave the home and they know how to clean their bedroom, they know how to organize a basement, they know how to clean up after themselves, they'll be that much more prepared to have a productive uh, adult life as well. I mean, do you see, do you see why I wanted to have her on? I'm taking mad notes and I promise you all that all those incredible links that she just gave, I will throw in the show notes. So you can either find those on iTunes, Spotify at the end, or you can head over to everythingwithstyle.com and click on the podcast tab and it will all be there in all of its glory. This is (laughs) so good. Uh, My daughter, Isabel, she is actually, you know, I told you this is just that when we're recording at this very end of school and her teachers are so sweet. She's in third grade. She's officially a fourth grader, Trey. Uh And I know you have a teenager, so oh my. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, starting high school this year, so. That is crazy. I will be calling you in a few short years and being like, what do I do now with her? But at the moment, she just got most creative in her classroom and they gave Uh all these cute awards, I guess you call them. And that was hers. She loves drawing. And I recommend Michael's products all the time as an organizer. Mm -hmm. And so that makes you really excited about that. I know she's going to love that so much. So those are fantastic. And here's the other thing that I was kind of quietly freaking out about when you talk about having the kids help and having Mm. them have the responsibility. I have to tell you, Trey, I think you would totally dig what my parents did when we were growing up. My dad was a car dealer, had his own car dealership for many years with his dad. And so you would think, oh, Paige turned 16, like daddy's going to get her a great car, right? No, pump the brakes. Mm. No pun intended. Pump the brakes <laughs> because when I was about 12 years old, 11, 12 years old, my parents let me know that this is the perfect opportunity to go babysit the neighborhood kids. I was very responsible. That might be a little young now. You know, we do things differently now, but they would go out for a couple hours for dinner, even if the moms needed to go grab something from the grocery store and they would come home and I would just sit with their kids for like, you know, 45 minutes or something. And I started seeing like, hey, if there's something that I want, I don't have to ask my parents. I can just say, I need to go babysit the neighborhood kids. So I was the kid that would call up the parents or walk down the street and say, hey, don't you guys need a date night or something so I can watch the kids? Because I knew that <laughs> I could make money. And, and additionally, like you said, allowance, we would have our weekly allowance. Our parents did that for us when we were a little bit older. 
but I used my babysitting money and they had taught me that so young, like you said, never too young. I started saving for a car when I was very young. And when I was 15, when I had my driver's permit, like I didn't even have my license yet, my driver's permit, I went to my dad's car lot and I bought a 1990 red Beretta GT in cash, I think it was like $2,900 in cash with my little babysitting envelope money. And I was like totally freaking out on the other side here of the Zoom call because I was like, yes, that was huge. That taught me so much and how to manage money. And that's a cool thing that you talk about too, is just that financial responsibility for adults and kids. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I learned uh, to earn money young as well. And my mom had a, a beauty store when I was growing up. And so by from when I was 12 forward, I would work for her and work behind the counter and then eventually doing her buying. And I would man the sidewalk sales in the summertime. And I had my own money and it was so great. I mean, I, I bought important things and frivolous things, but it was all my own money. And I never forgot those lessons that I learned during that time. And so I think it's really, really important that we teach our kids. You know, like you mentioned that parenting now is a bit different than it was when we were growing up, right? I mean, I feel like parenting was much more hands off and now it's, you know, a lot of, we're helicoptering a lot and protecting our kids. And obviously there are, there's social media and so many things that we really need to keep an eye on now. But I feel like because of that, a lot of kids are growing up with no responsibilities and they have lots of activities and their parents are making sure that they're taking dance and on a sports team and doing all that great stuff and that's all amazing but kids need to have responsibility and accountability as well and so giving those chores around the house i think can really foster that in in a kid of any age 100 percent. yes I have nothing to add to that. It was so perfectly said. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, uh, the interesting thing, and I, I think you're going to get a little bit into this too, is I told you that my daughter just finished third grade. And one of the big things this year was they talked about how to start a business, how to create a product. And they just did this really cool shark tank themed thing. And now because it was virtual, they didn't go and, you know, pitch to the sharks in person like they would have normally, but they did do it virtually and they created, again, we're in that tech age. They taught them how to use iMovie. We did a couple really fun shots. And so she compiled that and she created this Shark Tank pitch for them to invest in her uh, she did these cool little notebooks, uh, customized notebooks. I don't want to get it wrong. If she's listening, Isabel, if you're listening, sorry if I don't say this right, honey. <laughs> uh, but customized notebooks and some of them were like a special edition with a little pocket on the front. And I mean, she really went all out. And then the idea behind that, which I would love if you even want to speak to this too. You know, you and I talked about how we, we had that money that we could earn and we had that financial responsibility. But I too think that it's so important to give back, give back to the community or whatever causes are important to you. And so a hundred percent of the proceeds that were earned from this, when the sharks wanted, decided they wanted to invest the hundred percent of the proceeds went to Lamonor children's hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, where my sweet little nephew Carter, whenever he was born, he needed to be moved to that hospital because he had some, some health stuff going on. And she, that we were, we were in town whenever that happened for the summer and that really landed on her. And she just said, I want to give back to that hospital in the nurses and the doctors that helped him survive that and get through that and make a full recovery. So how do you feel about 
you know, talking to our kids additionally about like also investing in, in other people in the community or important causes? Yeah, that's a great question. First of all, I'm so glad to hear that your nephew is well. Um, And that's a great experience, I think, for your daughter to witness that. First of all, that people and kids can suffer, that they can Mm -hmm. triumph over that. And then also giving back, I think, is really important. And I think that parents can encourage this in a few different ways. So as your child is earning money, you can encourage them to give a certain percentage back or, and, or uh, you can encourage them to volunteer in town. And, you know, some schools are really good at creating these opportunities for kids. Sometimes parents need to be a little bit more involved, but it's pretty easy to find out what volunteer opportunities are available in your town and encouraging your kids to do that, I think is fantastic. And it's great for them to participate in those activities to show that they actually care about others. And that teaches that. I think kids are not naturally empathetic, in my opinion. I think that, you know, you grow up as a child and like the world is about you and that's natural. But it's up to us as parents to teach them that there are others out there and we need to show our love and our care for others. And either giving your time or giving your money is a great way to teach that. Yeah, absolutely. I fully agree. Did you want to talk about any of the other things that you had mentioned? Do you feel like we've covered a lot of the stuff? I would like to talk about ways to save money during the pandemic because I think this is a such a unique time. And first of all, I hope that your listeners are safe and well and their families and friends are safe and well. This is such a stressful time for everyone. And A lot of us are experiencing financial distress with furloughs and layoffs and businesses being closed. And so more than ever, it's important to be really mindful about how you shop. You know, my advice to my followers has been to pull back on unnecessary shopping. You don't have to run out and buy a whole new summer wardrobe right now. You probably have enough clothes at home to wear. Obviously, your kids probably need clothes, and I would focus there where that's important um, to make sure that they have what they need. But you know, for us, we probably have things in our closets that we can turn to. And that is a great way to save money too. Like as you switch your clothes, you know, you're probably already switching your clothes over from season to season. And it's really good to evaluate what do I have? Do I need anything? And if you don't need anything, then don't buy anything, especially now. But if you do need things, uh, timing is important. So, you know, here we are in July, there are certain things that we will reliably see on sale this month. And so it's a great way to easily save money because the things are automatically going to be on sale in July. Um, We see a lot of retailers offering uh, what they call Black Friday in July sales, holiday in July sales, the bigger retailers like, you know, Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Lowe's, they'll all be participating in these sales in some way. So it's a good time to take advantage of those sales that are out there. You'll find in particular that electronics are on sale this month. And so if you need that, if you need to kind of upgrade that laptop, upgrade that tablet, it's a good time to do that. Amazon Prime Day is typically in July, but uh, it's been delayed and I don't know when it will be yet. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how that creates shifts and what will be on sale this month. But overall, you will find great deals in electronics. So it's a good time to do that. And Actually, on that note, with electronics, a recent study by a site that I work with a lot called Declutter, D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R.com, they found that in the United States alone, there's $43 billion of unused tech in our homes. So if you think about it, you might have a laptop that 
you kind of put aside and got a new one, old phones, old tablets, old video game consoles. As we continue to consume and upgrade, sometimes those old tech items, we hand them down to our kids or we don't and they sit in the closet. Declutter actually will buy those devices from you. They make it really easy to do. So that's actually a way to, if you sell your old tech to them, to earn some cash to then invest in your new item. They sell also refurbished items as well. So that's a good option in terms of upgrading that tech because obviously all around the house, we're all relying on tech so much these days. And you know, many families don't have a laptop for every person, right? So we're, we're switching, we're trading, we're sharing. So that's a good option there. And then also, you know, as you're shopping, it's always worth taking a minute to look for ways to save. Just because something's on sale, for instance, doesn't mean that you found the lowest price. So I love to use really easy savings tools. I'm not a I'm not a a crazy couponer. I don't have you know an hour every day to look at all my coupons and stack them and do all of that. And like I admire that so much. I I just can't do it. So I look for those easy ways um, to save money, like using a coupon site like slickdeals.net. They crowdsource their deals. So they have 11 million deal seekers voting on and vetting all the deals at any given time. So it's a great resource to find great sales. They have a deal alert feature. So if you want something specific, you can post an alert for it and then you'll get an email when it goes on sale. So brilliant. again, always looking for the easy way. There's a site called Coupon Cabin that I really like. It's a cashback site and you can earn two to 20% cash back on all your purchases. They have a browser extension that you can install. So as you shop around, they'll automatically let you know when there are savings opportunities. So that's one that I really love. So I actually kind of combined two of my tips. So in between like timing and then selling unwanted things that you buy. So my three tips are timing is everything. So try to buy things when they're on sale, use savings tools, and then also sell unwanted things and then buy what you need from those items. I love this so much. You hit on so many things that I'm kind of taking mental inventory of what's going on in my house. And as a professional organizer, one of the words that I say all the time is declutter. And when I do my three simple steps, it's essentials, enhancements, and extras. The essentials is the purge and getting rid of those things. The enhancements is the sale or the donation because then you can offer it to someone else who needs it, whether they're paying for it and you're getting a little ROI or you're just donating it out of the goodness of your heart, knowing that it's going to go to a good home and finally get used. Um, And then finally those extras is then that's kind of like the finishing touch. And that is when we bring in the, the proper organization bins to put things in that place. And I would say for you, that would be like then making the purchases that you actually do need and not overspending and overbuying and then finding ways to save. And I love, you know, what I keep hearing in kind of a thread and everything you're saying is that it's being a smart shopper is very much a lifestyle choice. It is not a, you know, spend three hours at the kitchen table one weekend and cut coupons constantly. And you do that one time and then you're set for life. It's like a little bit every day. And how can we find these savings every day? And I love the resources that you said. And again, I promise those are going to be in the show notes because those are so helpful. And some of them I haven't heard of. So that's really exciting to me too. But I love that you talked about declutter. I see the big green declutter trucks drive around and one day one was parked (laughs) right outside my door and I got so excited about it. I was like, they found me. They know. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) Our worlds are colliding. It was very exciting. So 
those are fantastic. Oh my gosh, Trey, these are incredible opportunities to save, to talk about financial responsibility, not only during this time, but also teaching our kiddos how to do this too. And I would also like to say, if maybe these things were not your jam to begin with, that doesn't mean that you can't kind of change your style. My business is called Everything with Style, and it doesn't mean yes. you got to show up looking cute and being perfect all the time. You know, who's perfect? Nobody's perfect. But it just means do things in the style that works for you in the season that you're in, and, and that can change for you too. So if you don't really like the style that you've been participating in for your life up until now, you can make that change and you can say, you know what, whether it's because Trey said so or because there's a pandemic and we need to really make sure that we are being financially responsible in choices that we're making, or you just have that deep desire to make a change because you feel like the way that you've been doing things maybe hasn't gotten you to the place that you want to be. Whatever the reason, why not start today? And I love yeah. that you've given us these resources so that we can. That's, that's a great point. I, I do think, uh, especially when it comes to smart shopping and using coupon sites and things, I think sometimes people think, I don't have time for that. I'm too busy. You know, I'm only getting a few cents off. Does it really matter? But I will say that, you know, every little bit that you save just by taking an extra few seconds to look for that opportunity, you could take that money and drop it in a, in a jar by the door, or you could use a, a roundup service like Acorns, for instance, which rounds up your spare change in your bank account and starts saving for you. So even if money is tight, you can save. And I will tell you that if you use these tools and you use them regularly, you will find yourself in a much better financial situation. I paid off my mortgage last year. I am 100% debt free. That is and so exciting. We have to push pause and celebrate. That, yeah. is, that <laughs> is not small. That is huge. And, and that what a testament to the things that you're sharing with listeners because you are living this. And yeah. you know, I have to make sure I keep myself in check if I'm going to be a professional organizer and go into people's homes and they're going to allow me into this intimate space. I mm. better you know, get my organizing act together too and be living in as well. So that is huge. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I say that because I think it's important for people to know that I am doing the things that I'm saying and those things work. It's worth the effort. And I've been penny pinching for a long time, but I do it with style like you do. Oh, you yes. know, there's no reason why, like, you know, if you're buying something less expensive, it doesn't mean that it can't be cool. It can't be stylish just because you're on a budget doesn't mean that you can't have all those things too. Yeah. And I love the resources you gave. Did you say it was Acorns? Tell me yes. that one again. Yeah. So Acorns is one of, you know, one of several call, you know, you can call them spare change apps and you essentially attach it to your bank account. And as you use your debit card it, and say you spend uh, 75 cents, they'll take 25 cents and just drop it into a little savings account for you or, and invest it for you eventually. Mm -hmm. It's also a good way to set auto withdrawals. Once you're in a, a financial position that you could save a little bit, if it's $10 a month, if it's $100 a month, whatever you can afford, it just takes it out automatically. So as you can kind of see a thread here, I'm a little bit about setting it and forgetting it. I don't like I to love work it. hard. You know, I feel like time is valuable. We have, we need time for our families. And I, I just don't think, you know, saving needs to take so much work. And so something like that, it's just on your phone. It's easy. If I find myself in a better financial situation at a particular time, or if I get a big, like a tax refund, things like that, I just drop that money right into my Acorns account. 
and I've saved a lot over the past several years. And so it's so nice to see that money grow. It's, it's, they're investing it in the market for me. You can set it at the level of risk that you're comfortable with. I'm very conservative, so I don't yeah. like to see my money bouncing all over the place. I like so, that tip a lot. Set you it know, where, I mean, that's worth saying again, really set it at what level, because I have to tell you, I've been doing something for years and that is each month I actually have for my checking account, I have an automatic small, small, small. Mm -hmm. When I first moved to California from good old Tennessee, I actually could only do $25 a month. And I would pull that out of my checking account and, and it would go straight into a savings account. And I just put that savings account out of my mind and that little bit each month. Wow. What a difference. I mean, I came back to it a few years later and like, like hundreds of dollars existed in that account. And it was like, oh, so you might feel overwhelmed by the thought of clipping a coupon and, and is this really going to be worth it? But I almost feel like it's more of like we talked about the lifestyle and making these choices. And, and there's something else that I did too. When I got out of college, I had my, you know, I'd balance my checkbook. I love that Acorns is doing this digitally. I was so old school and I, you know, had the little thing that comes with your checkbook. So you could put it the little register. Right. And (laughs) I started doing that with pennies, pennies on the dollar and I would round up. So instead of subtracting, you know, $17 and 98 cents, I would subtract $18 and that, that two cents at the end of the month, it was like, dude, I, I just saved 50 bucks and look, I got 50 bucks in my checking account that I, you know, so I think it really is that lifestyle choice. And I love, and and listen, I'm not knocking a coupon. I love a coupon, but, but also if, like you said, if it feels overwhelming, you know, which honestly, that was the whole reason that I started doing the three E's philosophy with organizing because people would, you know, they'd go look at that garage that was just inundated with clutter and be like, uh, I'm not even attempting it. Nope. Right. It's too hard. It's going to take too long. It's too. And so it's like, look, and I don't know if you've heard this too. I mentioned it recently on one of my podcasts called the essential purge. That was the name of the podcast. And I talked about, don't let it be so overwhelming. Shoot for 1% better a day. Just like there was yeah. a, that day I had happened when I, I hopped on and I recorded that episode. It was when we were still in, in school and my son, we have a friend who works at the school. I actually used to work there too, but where my kids go to school and he has a son who's a couple years younger than my Duke. So when Duke would outgrow these cool sneakers that still looked good, I would just throw them in the car that particular day that I was like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to record this episode because it was one pair of shoes. I didn't go and clean out his whole entire closet, but we put them on that morning before school. And he's like, mom, these feel kind of tight today. And I, you know, you do the mom test where you pinch the toe with your thumb and you're like, dude, did you grow last night? And yes, the answer is yes. And so I thought, you know, I'm just going to 1% better, 1% more organized, grab that pair of shoes and in carpool that morning, we just were like, Hey, Christian got a new pair of shoes for your little guy. And he was thrilled and boom. And so those shoes didn't compound to like eight pairs of shoes over the year that he outgrew. So I love that it's, I'm seeing this now and being able to apply it to smart shopping. So it's like, I'm having a full circle moment right now. I'm loving it. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's, it's all about making it doable, right? Like your 1% or, or if it's, if you can give 20 minutes a week to it and whatever works in your mind, to feel doable rather than looking at that garage and mm-hmm. seeing uh, this giant pile of stuff that's going to take you forever to go through, like little by little, 
you can make progress. And that's very gratifying. Absolutely. And don't you think then it almost becomes automatic? Like then I wasn't even thinking when I would do the checkbook, it was just automatic. So it doesn't require extra brain cells that sometimes we lose as moms. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> as we get older too. <laughs> exactly. Hoard the brain cells, keep them. <laughs> yeah. <you> can. <laughs> I mean, on that note, I think, I think we should go. I absolutely love these tips. Is there any other thing other than I definitely want to make sure you share how we can find you, how people can connect with you and find you on social media and your website? Sure. So you can find me at truetray.com. I have a bi-monthly newsletter that Paige mentioned, and I will not spam you. I will not sell my list. It's just for, for my followers. And I share some of my favorite things, like you mentioned, and also some timely tips of what's happening right now. You know, I'm talking right now about sunscreen. Um, mm. I'll be talking very soon about Father's Day and summer fun. So it, it's always relevant to what's going on. And then you can follow me on social media. I'm very active on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So, you know, pick your poison. You can find me at True Trey at all three of those platforms. And I offer tips every single day, every single day that you could find helpful and apply to your own life. And I'm also very responsive. So if you have a question, if there's something you'd like to see me cover, please feel free to reach out and let me know. I just want to echo that that is all true, that she very much is very responsive. Because as soon as I, I went down, like, the at true tray rabbit hole and was like, Oh my goodness, this stuff is so good. Well, I, so you probably got in and I, I'm sure I look like a stalker, but hopefully a normal one, not scary one. <laughs> no. but I did all the hearts, all the comments. Uh, I got really excited. You know, I woke up the next morning cause she's in, are you, you're in New York? Is that right? I'm in, uh, in New Jersey, right outside New of New Jersey. York city. Okay. Very cool. I had a short stint in New York. My husband and I lived, we lived at 50th and 8th. So, uh, oh, we were, neighborhood. yeah, we were right around there, but oh my gosh, girlfriend, we were there from 2008 to 2010. It was a tricky time. And that Ooh, was, yeah. yeah, well, you know, but honestly, I loved it. I loved it. It was so great. I got, oh my gosh, the energy of that city is incredible. And that city is hurting right now. And yes. as I said, we're recording this in June. And just, I, I look forward to the days that, you know, all these districts that we love to go and see. And like, even just looking at Times Square, it's so empty right now. And just to see the hustle and bustle come back, I just, I so look forward to those days. Me too. So anyway, I am so grateful that you came on. I just feel like there are like 11,000 other things that I could ask you right now. And as I said, <laughs> I know you have a teenager, so I'm going to be tapping into that resource real soon. Ooh, um, I know. <laughs> congratulations to you making it all the way to high school with her. That's very exciting. Yeah. So um, far, so good. So far, so good. Crossing her fingers, breathing deeply. Yes. Some meditation sure. probably going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Trey. It has absolutely been a pleasure. You're wonderful. And when we get off this call, I'm going to jump on to acorns for sure, but a lot of these other things. And again, go to everythingwithstyle.com if you missed anything so you can see the show notes and uh, truetray.com to find all of her amazing resources for smart shopping, parenting, all of these incredible things that she's got to say. And I look forward to seeing what you guys are going to be posting next. Oh my goodness. So many good things. Yes. <laughs> so thank you. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye. Thanks, Trey. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. 
For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.